This is Friday, April 9th, and it's time for our morning prayer and scripture. While we are still trying to explain chocolate ice cream for the Martian to understand, Paul takes his teaching a step further. How will the resurrection happen? How will we receive the glorified spiritual bodies that he has told us about? How will the perishable, the corruptible, take on a new nature? Is this going to take a long time? What processes are required? Here's our scripture explaining it for us. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50 to 57. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in our world, some processes take days or weeks. Some take decades. Others, a matter of seconds. For example... For your backyard to accumulate an inch of topsoil through natural means takes decades, and in some places on earth, a thousand years. For enough plant material to fall to the ground and decompose, well, that takes a very long time. Now, of course, you might speed up the process in your backyard if you have a compost pile that you maintain, but naturally, the process is very slow. Now, Paul here is talking about how we will go from this world as we know it now into the kingdom of God. He says, we will be changed. Now, what this means is that our bodies as they are now are not fit. They're not ready for the kingdom of God. A transformation needs to happen. Paul calls it an inheritance. Something you have coming to you because a gift was made, a bequest. Yes, Christ died for you, therefore you shall always also live with him. Now this change that God makes to you in your body, he explains, will happen instantaneously. That's why he uses the illustration of a flash of lightning. As soon as you see it in the sky, the moment has passed. Or he compares it with the twinkling of an eye. Again, there's a brief flash of light that's almost imperceptible, but it happens. And this is how God will raise up our bodies. When will this happen? Your bodily resurrection will take place when Christ re returns, when he brings his kingdom in all its fullness. That is when the trumpet call of God will sound announcing the appearance, the coming of your true king and the kingdom that you have long been waiting for. 
Now here's where Paul gets eloquent. He says, when that happens, when you receive your glorified body, you will have a completely different view of death. The thing you were afraid of, the thing that kept you from living fully, really living, that thing will lose its sting, its power. It's here, I think, he's circling back to address the problem the church has had with the resurrection of Jesus. Death has become so real and painful for them, they, well, they cannot believe a resurrection is coming. Death is so powerful that they think that is all there is. And we can find ourselves believing that too. Our world can become so dark and fearful. The night can become so deep that we wonder if the light will ever come. We wonder if there's any light at all. We can be so captured by death that we doubt the possibility of life and hope. But Paul says, there is hope. You have a future with God. And even death will be swallowed up in victory, the victory of Jesus. And we know this is true because Jesus himself rose from the grave. Because Jesus himself is alive. In that day we will say, Yes, we know death has a powerful sting. We have seen this in the loss of people we love, in its power to control our world. But Jesus has defeated death. And it no longer has power over us. And then we will give thanks to the God, to God for His grace and for Jesus, to Jesus for all that He has done. Let's pray. Lord God, it's true we can be so trapped in darkness that we find it difficult to believe that the dawn is ever coming. The night feels so long. Thank you for sending Jesus the light of our world. Thank you for raising us up with him. Help me to see that because he lives, we shall live also. For we pray in his name. Amen.